going on, everybody? We are back from Pack South. You're listening to episode 161 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Shelly Walter. Hello. And Joe Morgan. Godzooks. Today we'll be geeking out about Metroid Prime 4, movies coming out in 2020, and a Resident Evil TV show. But first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Grace. specifically Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, and David Corey we love you all. You're awesome. As well as everyone else that donates to our Patreon. Uh, speaking of the Patreon, if uh, you like watching people play video games for 72 hours straight, or just for a couple hours, we are doing the 72-hour pledge drive on twitch.tv slash Grace starting February 28th at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, which is very, very exciting. Yeah. We're, we're raising... Uh, partnerships we're trying to get people to to be patrons which would be really cool you would get a shout out on this list and if you donate now you will be eligible for the giveaways that will be happening during the pledge drive yeah we're pretty famous for those there's always something to give away pretty exciting stuff we've got i'm trying to think of the games off the top of my head there are what's that new game coming out with the tornadoes oh crap did sharknado make a game Sharknado didn't make a game. Just Cause. It's not the new Just Cause, but we've got more than one the giveaway. The tornadoes are what cause. you keyed in on? <laughs> From not, Just Cause? Not the fact that you can... The tornadoes are... You said tornadoes. I had no idea what you're talking about. If you just said the <laughs> grappling system and like the... All the... Yeah, the grappling system stuff, I would have known what you're talking about. I was excited by the tornadoes in the okay. new one. Okay. But if you need some practice... Wait till springtime. You're going to get all those you want. <laughs> I was just going to say, if you need the practice... For that grappling mechanic, then we're giving away at least, I think it's two or three copies of Just Cause 2, along with a bunch of other things. Uh, Scythe is one of them. There's some cool games. We're we're excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. From that, we can get into the... What we've been playing. I had to think about it for a second. It's been a while. It's been a minute. Been a while. What are you what are you playing, Joe? You're usually playing something. I got plenty of stuff this time. So uh gonna rewind all the way back to last week because it's been a while since we've recorded. We were at PAX South last week. Oh yeah, I guess let's start there. What games did we play at PAX South? Oh, well, so many. the the ones in particular that I wanted to mention were we, we got to meet up with Love Thy Nerd. Yeah. yeah. And we all played board games with some members of Love Thy Nerd. Uh I played Me a bird game. I don't remember what it was called, though. Wingspan was the name of the game you played. Yeah. That was uh, real weird. It looked cool. It was... I'll, I'll let me get... I'll, let, I'll go into it. You you go to yours first. Okay, so the one we played was called The Reckoners. Me and Shelly, LJ, a couple members, a couple that guys of, in, in Love Thy Nerd, and one, randa, one random guy that wanted to play came over. And it's nice. based on a Brandon Sanderson novel where you're a bunch of people... Something happened in the world, and a bunch of people got superpowers, but all the people with superpowers are evil. Okay. And so you have to take down the main villain, his name is Stillheart, while keeping the other ones under control, taking them out, working together. It was a lot of fun. And it yeah. was super cool to get to meet them, shake hands, fellowship. If you haven't checked them out yet, if you like tabletop stuff or just geekery in general, uh, go over and check those guys and gals out. Love Thy Nerd. They are on Facebook and they have a website. Yeah. Yeah. And a I'll, couple of podcasts. I don't think that I can make Wingspan sound cool. It was a ton of fun. But it's it's a game where you were literally, so you've got these three different environments and you're trying to get birds in these environments and then you're trying to lay eggs in those environments to get more birds. And It's a bird engine. It, yeah. You're... They, they called it like an engine builder. Okay. And basically what you're trying to do is get a system going to meet the goals. And the goals are different for every game. So you are always drawing oh. four new goals. And then it's like get this many in this environment to lay this many eggs. Or just have this many birds in this environment. And it changes per round, like I said. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. And those are all randomly created. There's a bunch of different cards to choose from. So you're four rounds... 
you could have a differentiation forever with okay. just like different objectives and stuff. So it changes the game up a lot. It looked but pretty. It was a very pretty looking game. It was too. so yeah, pretty. I was gonna say, the Ooh. art is beautiful. And then there's little facts about birds in well, there, which is yeah. really cool at the bottom of all of them. So now the Cody's wingspan. a bird expert. Yeah, now I, think, I know all about birds. I think it was, they were actually facts from the Audubon Society, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, I could see that. I believe they, that game was from Stonemeyer Games, but I could be wrong. Yeah, that's right. I remember them talking about that. And I know that we have reviews up on the site from Stonemeyer, so our, our tabletop team works with them. The one thing that I really appreciated about the game is that the facts weren't just there to be there. Uh, they would actually work into the gameplay a little bit. So, like... Each card had the wingspan of the bird, and you actually had cards that were like bonuses for specific wingspans. Oh wow! Yeah. Mm. Oh okay. Stonemire makes scythe. Oh okay. Cool. I didn't realize that. It was it was a really cool game. A lot of fun. I played with. I remember their names. It was Dan, Aprilin, and Matt. But yeah, it was it was a ton of fun. Uh, what else did you guys play at PAX? Okay, um, so we got to try out Ion Maiden, which yeah, is like a Doom type game. Uh, in fact, like it still uses Doom. the a modified version of the original Doom engine. Yeah, it felt like you were playing an old Doom game or Duke Nukem, especially Duke Nukem. The way that it, the way that the one liners were, it, it definitely yeah, maybe. felt. Like more Duke, Duke Nukem. Nukem, not not Doom. It was more Duke Nukem, yeah. But that similar shooter, like those old Doom days shooters. I mean, it's it's literally being published by 3D Realms. Yeah, and so. closer to Duke Nukem in the way that like the character works. Uh, her name is Shelly. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I get so pumped. But about she would that. definitely was this like crude Duke Nukem type character. And uh, you're fighting. Let's... Some, I think they were demons. Robotic demons. It was like a cult or something, too. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, But it's like this puzzler. So if you ever played like an old Duke game or a Duke game, Nukem game, like you're going and you're trying to find two different switches to unlock the door to get to the next place. Yeah. That sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, we played a ton of stuff. We, we've got f- footage that we're going to be working on putting out for what Toe Jam and Earl. Yeah, we got an interview uh, with... I can't remember his name, but he's the developer. LJ and I got to see an early build of Resident Evil 2, which mm-hmm. is out officially now, but we got to play the Claire demo before it had been released to the public. Yeah. I played Days Gone, and we're going to have a preview of that up soon. Um, yep. Kind of my thoughts of what I was playing, and then... Uh, I'll, I'll talk on that for a second. It was really, really cool. It's like this open world. It I say survival game, and I, I know people think of like Minecraft or like it's not a survival game in that sense, but it reminded me a lot of Fallout where you're like my weapon broke and I can only assume that I'm going to have to go and craft other weapons and your ammo is very short supply. So you're kind of going from point A to point B trying to get like use as much ammo or as little ammo as possible. Okay. It felt very crafty. Uh, but it's just like the open world zombie game. I'm uh, going to hold judgment on that one then, because when you say survival mechanics, that's immediately a turn off to me. Yeah, I don't I think mean, it's going to be something where the, you're going to have lots of ammo. How are the survival mechanics in comparison to um, what's the other really big one? Joe, you love this, but that zombie game. Um, make, the Last of Us. Yeah. There are some survival elements of that. Not a ton, but like some. So Yeah, like you you crafted like craft knives things. and they would yeah. break and stuff. Right. It might have some of that then. It felt a lot like Horizon Zero Dawn in the way the mechanics were. But uh, I would... Closest thing that I've played, because I haven't played Last of Us and I don't know I need to. Don't hate me. Um, the closest thing I can think of is Fallout, where at some point in Fallout, you're going to be OP. Uh, but it's definitely like you don't have bullets unless you're going and finding those bullets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's like, fair. Ammo seemed very light, and maybe I don't know where I was in the game because it was just a small demo, but my right. map broke, and I was like, wow, I don't have any ammo, so I don't know what are we doing. Yeah. Uh, I did not expect my bats break, but it's it's cool. My biggest issue with it is that 
they've kind of touted this as use the surroundings to be smart about your gameplay. Um, and I went up and I hit a cop car with a bat and it didn't like bounce or anything. It just kind of clipped through. And I was like, I understand that that one helped me in the environment survival situation, but I would think in a game where your surroundings are everything that they would, there would be more consideration into your surroundings. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It looked fun. I'm excited. I like the character. It did um, look neat. <clears throat> Jump uh, Force. Shelly yeah. and LJ. Yeah, we played Jump Force. What'd you think of Jump Crazy Force? Crazy anime fighting. Yeah, it was really pretty. Like, I don't play a ton of those types of games. I thought it was really, um, like, and the games that are sort of similar to that, sort of the 2D fighting, um, I think it was really cool that it wasn't explicitly 2D, like, you could still, like, move around completely. I mean, I think that is a thing in, like, a lot of fun games, like Naruto games. Uh, Naruto right, yeah, games. kind of was, arena. It was kind of like that, yeah. Um, but the I stage still think looked it was yeah, it was giant. Um, I saw. I don't know who was running away from who, but someone was running away, like backing up, and like they just kept on going forever. It was a little hard to, especially in that moment. I kind of remember we were sort of separated, and I didn't really know where I was for a little bit. I was like, "Wait a second, where where am I?" Like the camera was a little funky, but um, I don't mm-hmm. know how they would have done it much better. But again, yeah, I was mostly just um, mashing buttons. But it was cool, and I think all their announcements with all the new characters, at least from Naruto, are really cool. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, if they added Edward Elric, Ooh, that'd be insane. that would be a good one. I don't know why they have him. Like he's betting, like that's like one of the biggest anime. I would bet a lot of it has to do like I bet they're waiting for a lot of characters for the DLC. Because it's a perfect Ooh. game for DLC. Yeah. That's a really good point. Because I, I just know that they were l- releasing Naruto characters, like, one after another. Like, right after yeah. ended. Um, so I think, if I even, if, if I don't get it, I think I'm going to be watching it quite a bit. Because it looks okay. fun. Like, so it's fun Ichigo to watch. Ichigo yeah. and Rukia were both in there. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Kirito yet. Yeah. Kirito would be a great DLC character. True. Yeah. That's the perfect about, like, anime is that, in comparison to maybe Smash, like, some Smash, um characters you're like okay i wouldn't really imagine this uh character being put smash but okay like duck hunt and stuff right. like that but then there's right. anime it's like there's so many types of anime out there with all this different type of combat a lot of it's action-packed so you just have so many choices so yeah. i'm curious i really don't know like who has the rights to what as far as anime that's a, goes that's a good i've point. seen like pictures like fan art of it was really well done, but it was a bunch of anime characters and kind of doing an Avengers thing. And, like, I would love that as a show or a movie. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I'm really curious how what they're allowed to put into this game, like what they have the rights to or what they'll get the rights to. Yeah. Uh, I, since I've gotten back from PAX, I've been playing Resident Evil 2. I'm several hours into it. I actually never beat the original one on PS1, so this is... This is all pretty fresh and new to me, which is probably weird to say because I grew up right in that era. Like I remember when the PS1 version released, but I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I don't normally like scary games, but I do like the Resident Evil games. Mm-hmm. I complain about Capcom a lot, but I like the way they do the the, the Resident Evils. So cool. Uh, and then I tried the Anthem demo out over the weekend. Ah, oh, I missed it. You did miss it. They're going to do a free, uh, an open one next weekend though. So. Okay. This this past weekend was for people that have pre-ordered the game. This coming weekend is oh, going to be for okay. everybody. Cool. So you still get a chance to try it. I will say, uh, initial impression, I only got to play maybe half an hour because the servers were a bit buggy on me when I had time. Third-person Destiny? Third-person Destiny. But you can, you can literally jump, click in the left stick, and just take off flying in a direction. And you can fly for 30 or 40 seconds. Okay. It's cool. pretty cool. You can get around really quickly. Big environments, lots to to explore. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, and then I finished Kingdom Hearts two and watched videos to get caught up. <laughs> because hey, pull list this week. Let's go ahead and get that real quick. Yeah. Kingdom okay. Hearts three. Uh, that's that's it. Cool. I mean, there's okay. other stuff. Uh, Genesis Alpha one, I think, is like a shooter. And then good di- goodbye, Deponia. If you like the Deponia games, but Kingdom Hearts three. What else do you need? Yeah, I That's this week. just played a little bit more of Kingdom Hearts one, and it had the most annoying mechanic I've ever encountered in a game. Like I got it, 
and it was the fact that you're looking for Donald and Goofy around town, and then it doesn't like do anything until like the game doesn't progress until you go back to save. So the mechanic is literally set up for you as a gamer, as a kid, you're supposed to play until you don't know what to do anymore and then go back. And that would have been really cool if the environment was fun, but everything's closed down. And I was so mad hmm. that that was the idea. <laughs> you should probably skip Chain of Memories. Okay. Because that whole combat system is worse than anything in Kingdom Hearts 1. I was frustrated. I was like, this is really... And then you're grinding with these stupid monsters and they won't go away. Like, I fought you already. Stop. I don't know. I really I like that. I like the Kingdom Hearts combat system. I'm sure that I'll like it as I progress, but just starting out, like, it's very early in the game for me. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, this is dumb. Uh, but Shelly, yeah. did you play anything else at PAX? Uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, that board game that Joe mentioned, I played that with him, The Reckoners. I did play Jump Force. I didn't play a ton of games, but I'm fine with watched that. Watched a lot. I, didn't, I watched I did. a lot. Usually, I, I don't really go up and be like, oh, I need to play this game. I'm just like, oh, that game looks did interesting. Did interesting. Did either of you get a hands-on tunic? Joe did. I, I got to play for just a couple minutes. <laughs> that was actually the first time we ran into Matt and Bubba and those guys. Okay. Like I was sitting down playing, and I heard them talking. And, oh, wow. and I heard I heard them say, Geeks Under Grace, love that nerd. I was like, well, shoot, I guess I'm done playing the demo. Yeah, I felt <laughs> bad for the guy. He's like, oh, did you not like the game? It's like, no, we did, sorry. We're just yeah, like, the, the dev came over and was like, did you not like it? And I was like, no, 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 it was it's super cool. But I'm really excited I need, for it. I need to meet these people. Yeah. Like, I Tia was playing it, and I watched quite a bit of her stuff. I had to get to another interview, um, but it was it was cool to see. I'm really excited for that game. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It, it it plays super smooth. It looks beautiful too. So. Yeah. That's gonna be neat when it comes out. Yeah, and of course I played awesome. Smash. That's yeah. Not you played in a tournament. At I PAX. did. It was super weird. Um, yeah, it wasn't a normal. <laughs> it was not a normal. I think what I've been learning is that, um, yeah, more official tournaments. It's okay. I don't know if that was even more official. It's just like it was at a very official place, but like mm-hmm. official places have weird rules. Um, okay. Because that, so there, we had to play on handheld. Yeah. Um, it wasn't wasn't console so you basically unless you had a special adapter a third party adapter you couldn't play with a gamecube controller which is definitely my preferred way of playing um was there anyone there with a gamecube controller there was one yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i was like (laughs) you said you experienced quite a bit of lag because of it yeah there was lag because the way it's kind of hard to connect your things to another person's system is uh you know temporarily switching from game to game that's just a lot of work so what we were doing for the most part was just using local wireless to connect our systems and mm-hmm. and there's lag because there there's, there's lag from connecting from a wireless controller to your system in the first place there's additional lag mm-hmm. from your um system to another system so yeah and there were yeah there's a lot of people there um so i mean it was still cool but yeah it was definitely more of a of a casual type yeah. of thing which no is fine um we weren't allowed to go watch there were spectators. They they still came in. Did they? Oh, yeah, I totally we didn't go in. We didn't know we were allowed to. That was fine. Totally it wasn't very t- exciting. Tiny potatoes. Spectators. Spectators. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm going to another um, local one this Friday. I've been I'm just proud to play. that you were able to do yeah. a tournament at PAX. It sounds so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think it's fun to sort of brag about it um even though i didn't like do well or anything it's actually been really weird coming back and playing back on the gamecube like i it's i'm definitely much slower it's not good but it's fine i mean i'm still signed up for the one on friday and i'm not gonna do well but the only way to get better is to suck sometimes being bad at something's the first step to getting good at something yeah exactly yeah and I think yeah. I, I, I just feel dog. like I took maybe a couple steps back, but I think it's fine. I'll take more steps forward eventually. Yeah. 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 Well, we can this. get into the gaming news. Yeah. yeah. Unless y'all have something else you want to play. No, I think that's it. Pretty much. All right. So biggest news of the week, Metroid Prime 4 is coming out. Uh, it'll be a few more years. Someday. <laughs> so they've completely scrapped it. The company that originally developed the, the, the original trilogy 
is going to be taking it over, which is probably and building it from the ground better up. Better for in the long run, maybe. Hopefully, well, there are a lot of people that are wondering why they didn't just do that in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they just had more trust in someone else, and they were like, "Oh, never mind." Or maybe they had a different pro- game they were working on. Maybe, yeah, it could be. I'm, but surprised that they said anything because they don't. Like you just get a Zelda game once a year, and they're like, "That's it." Yeah, once but I mean, the console, yeah. not a year. Uh, one thing that I do think is interesting is that there has been some scuttlebutt come out uh, that have said Nintendo's been planning to announce the release of the Prime Trilogy on Switch at some point. Yeah, I want it. I want Probably it too. Probably even more so now. Right? Like, yeah, if it's like, going to be a couple years, they gotta. Like, man. They should have announced that the day that they announced 4 was canceled. They should have announced the 3 release. Yeah. Like, the, the trilogy release. I feel like people would have been more bitter about the release of that. They're like, oh, we wanted four. You're just giving us this. Where now it could be kind of a cool surprise. Mm-hmm. I would have instantly been like, take my money. I didn't get That's to play true. the original trilogy. And you've been, want- you've been saying this for since the Switch came out. Right, yeah, I want to play that trilogy. Like that's that's the one series that I didn't get a chance to dive into because I didn't own a GameCube, and I yeah. didn't want to play it with the motion control on the Wii. <laughs> so I, yeah, I haven't played them either, and I probably would if they brought them out for the Switch. That'd be cool. Three so, games definitely would be worth the sixty bucks. Yeah, if I came together. Uh, in weirder news this week, <laughs> there is a petition. Yes. To add, to add Shaggy from Scooby-Doo into uh, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. I don't even play oh, Mortal gosh. Kombat. I'm so f- I signed this petition. I should. I should do that. You don't play Mortal Kombat? Why do you care? Because I would be... You just I would want to watch him get his head ripped off? I support it. I, so the finisher has to be him taking the mask off. And then it just wow. being like, Oh no! That's not a mask! <laughs> Zoinks, zoinks! Gosh, it would That's... be, but it it would make so much. It makes so much sense for him to be in that universe because his whole universe is monsters, and they're all just monsters. Hmm. Well, and and like the bestiality could be Scoob coming in out of nowhere, and yeah, that would be so good. Interesting. He was uh, like, and then it'd be real dark. Scooby, Scooby snack. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> hey, Scoob. He tosses a snack at the enemy and Scoob attacks. <laughs> My god. Oh, gosh. it's so dark. I, don't, I want that to keep... Yeah, animality, not bestiality. Definitely. Definitely. Still something that <laughs> should prob- not that, that probably does exist. I would not be surprised if it still exists in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> animality. Yeah, animality. <laughs> I want Shaggy to be Shaggy in this. Uh, if you watch, like... He's got this fight scene uh, that we even shared around, and it's like him avoiding. He, he usually like avoids attacks. So I would love a really cool. Uh, it would remind me of Fox in Tekken. It's very like dodgy. That's how Shaggy should fight. Dodge moves. Be cool. Yep. I'm done. Uh, final big news for the week Nintendo uh, apparently is not coming out with another version of the Switch. Or any price cuts, even though that's kind of what the rumors have been saying for a year or two. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was even, like, specialists or whatever saying that, like, they assumed that they would keep coming out this year. Or yeah. at least announcements. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I'm sure it doesn't make sense to anyone but me, but I still would really like a stronger, higher horsepower Nintendo Switch that was not dockable. Or was not... So you couldn't take it out of the dock. It would just be a console for your TV and then have it run 60 frames per second, you know, 4K or whatever. Xbox that, could That it will happen point. in another eight years. Yeah, and then Maybe. it won't be called a Switch. It'll be like another console. Yeah. Well, that's all I got for gaming news this week. Cool. Well, I haven't watched any movies. I don't know about you guys. I that's have... Been- Nice. Yeah, it's not um what I expected to watch this week, but I it did anyway. Um I watched the documentary on Hulu that was about the Fire Festival. 
Oh, okay. oh that, that music thing. festival, yeah, the one yeah. where everyone was literally just abandoned on an island for a little bit, and they were promised like some luxurious music festival with like Kanye and stuff. They got like terrible tents and stuff. Man, that, that was. Uh, I think that's on Netflix as well. There, yeah, there's two documentaries. So I watched the Hulu okay. one. Very good. Um, I don't watch a lot of documentaries, but this reminds me how cool documentaries can be, and I want to watch more, but I don't have time for that. Um, I love documentaries. I don't watch a lot of them. I, I love yeah. Netflix had a bunch of video game ones for a long time. Oh, man. Yeah, because I know Netflix I watch has a, a lot ton. Of those. Like, I actually have Netflix, so I was using my friend's Hulu. Um, but yeah, if, you, if you're very, if you're even a little bit interested, I was just a little bit interested. We just kind of saw it, and we're like... Maybe we'll start this and watch it until, like, past midnight, because we end up just being super interested. It was it was very well done. So That's cool. Yeah, it was very... Because they really connected it to how this really, yeah, connects to millennial culture and FOMO, like, the fear of missing out, and mm-hmm. oh, all these other things. Very well done. Yeah, so I watched that. Cool. Did you watch anything, Joe? Uh, not movies. No. We watch shows. I have watched shows. I actually watch shows, too, which is weird because I never do. Nice. Yeah. Well, then we better get into some movie news Yeah. we get to our shows. We have it's an interesting mix on, on, on news because they're all just sort of release announcements like a lot for the of most part. Things. Yeah. So first we got... Morbius, which I think we've mentioned before on the podcast, this is going to be the one about that vampire. Um, it's in the same universe as Spider-Man, but they're sort of Sony, you know, owns that um, universe with the Venom. Venomverse. And, yeah, Venomverse. Yeah, I don't know. Is that the official term they're going with? I don't know. But it is that idea. I just so, know that Venom is definitely part of it. But yeah, so Morbius is going to be um, set for July 2020. Which is cool. Yeah. They actually just announced that Matt Smith is going to be in the movie, and that's a pretty big name. Because um, he's super curious. Yeah, Morbius himself is Jared Leto. Yes. So that's interesting because I don't know. He likes playing villains or something. Yeah. He'll he'll play it really well though. He plays that really creepy, like yeah, quiet type. Mm-hmm. And then What's they'll never band? invite him back. Band? What? <laughs> he has a band? He's in a band, 30 Seconds of Mars or whatever. Wait, what? Yeah. And what? I was watching it That's at a Planet quality Fitness. band. I was watching it at Planet Fitness, this music video, and I was like, man, that dude looks a lot like Jared Leto. And then I was like, looked it up. What? And it was Jared Leto. What? And I felt real dumb. How long, wait, how long has he been yeah. in that band? So Since it's he's a lead singer. It's he's his just- band. Yeah. Okay. They've been around a while. That was my... <laughs> no, no, no. That was my boyfriend's favorite band in middle school. I need to tell him this immediately. Like, your middle school boyfriend's favorite band? No, my or... current boyfriend. His favorite band when he was in middle school. <laughs> I definitely was not dating in middle school. Gosh. That's insane. Well, the more yeah, you know... He, if it was his favorite band, I feel like he'll probably he know. He probably knows, but I didn't. Man. Yeah. That's I just wild. felt real dumb to be like... He looks a lot like Jared Leto. I had no idea. Man, that's... Yep. Today I learned. Anyway. <laughs> it was this many when I learned. When I learned. Gosh. To be fair, I don't listen to a lot of their stuff, but I have heard some of it. I just had no idea. So, wow. I don't listen to music. Well, plus his singing voice, you would have never guessed. No, exactly. Like, like I, I know that song. You would have heard him singing and be like, that sounds video. like the Joker. Never seen a music video, so, Okay. Gosh. Anyway, um, (laughs) another movie that's set to come out in 2020 is Ghostbusters. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Um, We heard that song at Pack South, and it was real cool. Oh, yeah. It was real cool. It was pretty lit. Um, Real random. So this movie is not going to be another reboot like the all-female cast from a couple years ago. This is actually going to be a true sequel to the original two. Um, So Mm -hmm. it's going to be Ghostbusters 3. And we don't know Wait. at this point if it's going to have the original Ghostbusters. I bet anything that they're going to be at least in it, whether they're actually the Ghostbusters or at least one of them, like Bill Murray's just going to show up and be like, hi, like do something. I don't know. Bill but Murray better be training them. He's going to, yeah, that's honestly would not surprise me at all. That makes a lot of sense, really. That would have fixed the last one if Bill Murray would have been like trained in the next Ghostbusters. Yeah, that would be interesting. Um, 
But yeah, so that's... Uh, I didn't hate the last I one mean, like others did. If people really like the original Ghostbusters, I guess that's something to look forward to. I didn't, but you know. When there's that's something strange in the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Such catchy. Now it's stuck in your head. That's what you fine. get for listening to the podcast. That song's the best thing that ever came out of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Because it sure wasn't the movies. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <Man>. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Uh, rate us on apple apple whatever gosh. but don't maybe after this podcast do it on another podcast just omit <laughs> well i don't know I just can't, tweet I can't me say to omit what joe just said because i kind of agree but i do just, i oh. did really like the all-female cast that one was really good because i had no emotional connection with <laughs> ghostbusters and i just watched it as if it was an snl movie and it totally was <laughs> that's all it was and that's it's just great. one long snl skit. just one long snl skit for sure um, I mean, isn't that kind of what the originals were too? Probably, That's true, but yeah, I mean they were all SNL. They were all SNL actors, people, but Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, and yeah, yeah. I don't know why I don't. I did. I didn't like theirs, but I like the female ones. So I don't know. Call me sexist. Um. So <laughs> <laughs> flame war. <laughs> oh man. Next video. So all the rest of the Twitter's news, coming after all, you. Uh, Similar sort of thing, so just more releases. Um, but they're all DCEU. So Aquaman confirmed getting a sequel. Not a surprise at all, because Aquaman yeah. was very popular. Um, James Wan's waiting for a seaworthy script. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wonder Woman 3. So we don't even have Wonder Woman 2 yet. It, I don't even know mm-hmm. if we're close to Wonder Woman 2. But Wonder Woman 3, there's um, talk of that being set in present day. So director has sort of been hinting at that, which is I bet it'll cool. be wonderful. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I'm not commenting. Um, and then we also finally got a teaser for Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, we've been following for a and little bit. And it's pretty tweet worthy. Oh. Freaking heck. <laughs> it's really small. It's only like 20 seconds long. Um, and it looks kind of like they just want to get something out there. Be like, hey, we're doing yeah, this it's movie. Weird. Um, definitely different style than probably anyone was anticipating from a teaser trailer. I thought it was fake. It looks like a fan made thing. Mm hmm. So you see Until Margot Robbie, and you're you just see, like, yeah, oh, you that's see the actors definitely like, her. Like, 100%. Yeah. Like, it doesn't look, like, bad. It just, it looks like a well-done fan-made thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just the way that it's cut, I guess. I don't know what it is. The music. I wonder what the, uh, what that movie's gonna look like. I mean, I've been pretty excited. I think, I'm not, I don't get excited about a lot of DC movies, but this one is interesting to me. I'm hopeful. Yeah. For sure. But, man, I keep wanting to think, oh, like, when will these movies come out, you know, in the context of, a, like, a Justice League? But are they doing another Justice League? Probably not. I mean... They've been saying that Justice League 2 should not come for a while. There's nothing in production, though. Okay. I just read this the other day. The person doing Wonder Woman, Jenkins, is her last name? The director? Probably. I don't know, actually. It was... It was more of an opinion from her, but she was like, I don't think that we should have a Justice League 2 until we get a Batman and a Flash movie, which I agree with. Okay, yeah. It's just interesting. I'm so used to freaking MCU where there's all these sequels, but then you have to question, is this going to come before Avengers or after Avengers? Super different than the DC movies. Yeah, it's they've brought up too that like they're not really building towards a shared universe anymore. It's more of this branching out point. Totally. But... After Aquaman, Aquaman, I'm kind of okay with that. Like, as long as they're making these good movies. Yeah. Marvel is like a machine. Like, everything is almost an episode. Totally. Of it's this a huge show. thing. They, yeah, and it's fine. They, they have different things and they both are working for them for the most part. Yeah, because it definitely, like, with Marvel, it limits them. Like, DC can do whatever they want right now. Marvel can't, like... They can't do certain things because it'll affect, like, the rest of the universe that they've got built now. Mm-hmm. Such as putting out a second Spider-Man movie, even though it doesn't make any sense in the context of where we're at. Like, 
they almost shouldn't have done that. Yeah. I don't know. Um, they got a lot of freedom, and I'm excited to see what they do with it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's our uh, that's our movie news. Just a lot of news about releases and release times and things like that, which is all good. It's all good to know. Yeah. Well, I know that Joe and I have been watching The Punisher, so let's start there, Joe. I've not been watching it. I'm done. Ooh. Are you excited to be, specifically for you, there's one more show coming out, but are you excited to be done with the Marvel Netflix universe? No, I would like to see him keep Punisher going. Yeah, I there's been no confirmation yet that the Punisher is going to be ended, but everyone's pretty... Everyone has a feeling, except for the director, it seems, that there is no season three. Which is too bad, because the Punisher, they're talking about bringing Kingpin back for Punisher season three, which I think would be really, really cool. Him versus Kingpin would be awesome. What did you... You really like this, this season, then? Yes. What were the highlights for you? What were the lowlights? Uh, Without spoilers. Yeah, that's why I pause. <laughs> There's there's a lot going on this season. I like all the characters, mm-hmm. and I think they show characters in in some characters can be multifaceted, which I appreciated. They've done a, I love Jigsaw so far. Is that what they're calling him this season? I don't. I haven't heard they they mentioned that name once, but I mean that's who he is. Okay, I'd never heard that name mentioned. Okay, that's his comic book. I was wondering how he tied into the comics. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's his comic persona. Um, I won't. I won't say much more than that. But just like the way that he acts out, um, who he is, has been really cool for me. I'm only six episodes in. I watched six episodes, so I'm on episode seven. Um, um yeah, Madonna's well still good. The uh, there are a couple of smaller characters that kind of take on a bit more of a role this season that I really mm-hmm. like. Um. Yeah, it's it's good. I like it. And there's a lot of action. Of course, there's a lot of language and... And blood. Yeah. There's Gore. a scene in a uh, in a gym that takes place. Yeah, that's real. I, that might be the most brutal scene in the whole series. That was as gory as... I don't usually turn away from gore. I'm usually like pretty cool with it. Um, and that made me turn away. It was almost as bad as Glenn in Walking Dead. Uh, yeah. Spoilers yeah. for people who haven't watched Walking Dead in five years. Four years. <laughs> um, But yeah, like, that was a really gory scene for cable television. Uh, and this one was right on par with it. I could not... I was so squeamish about it. But... Yeah. No, the show's really well done. How do you feel about the... Um, like I said, I haven't finished out the show yet. Uh, this Christian-esque villain... You get a lot more of his backstory f- later in the season. Okay. I like that guy. Yeah? Okay. I do. Maybe I shouldn't, <laughs> but I like him. <laughs> He's like, is he Puritan? Is that? It's never expressly... He's almost, from what I've gathered, he's like in a Christian cult. It kind of seems that way. Okay, yeah. I was like, I don't know how much can be given away without spoiling anything, but... He's got this kind of Christian cult thing going on, and he's he's very religious, very faithful to his religion. Um, and it definitely seems I mean, like he, he quotes has... Bible scripture and stuff, but he then he turns around and really messes dudes up. Yeah, it's kind of like he might actually be my favorite character from the season, though. Oh wow, he's got a messed up sense of morality. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's got a very high moral compass. It's just pointing south. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been really interesting to watch. I'm, I'm very curious to see kind of his his whole thing play out. I I definitely like the show. The Joker th- or the the Jigsaw thing. I wanted to touch on on my side of things. I'm really sad that that's not a Joker movie. Just hit him playing out the way that he has. Um, oh, I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, I really can't. I can't say any more than that without giving it away. I, I wish that his story was in a Joker movie and that it played out as a Joker movie because he's crazy in this. And I can say that, I think, without giving anything away. Um, yeah. He's totally insane. 
And so I would love to see that have played out in the DC universe because they've done it better here than I've ever seen the DC universe play out that kind of story. Yep. Yeah. That's all we'll say. Uh, go watch Punisher. If you're like, if you like gruesome daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, I I personally feel like the Punisher is the best Marvel thing they've got on Netflix anyway. Yeah. It definitely handles violence. Like, He's a violent person, but they kind of, in the first season, have established why he's violent, and they don't glorify it. They make it more of a... It almost hurts to see him fight, because it's kind of this, like... Somebody calls him a dog who's been let off his leash. Hmm. And that's it's kind of what he is in this. He was this, like, attack dog for the government, and now he's got all that rage built up, and he's using it. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of what else I've been watching. I will watch. I, I didn't want to touch on this because it looks so good. Um, Genlock yeah. is either a movie or a TV show. It's a TV I think it's show. a TV show. Yeah. Like a web series. I, and it has Michael B. Jordan in it, David Tennant, Maisie Williams, and Dakota Fanning. And it's like a Rooster Teeth Ruby type show with those huge names attached to it. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk about that next week. Because I just saw the commercial for it, the trailer for it today, and was like, oh, I need to watch that. I'll probably watch that right after this podcast. Uh, is it out? Yes. It is. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know it, it was out yet. It came out um, the 21st. It's last week. Oh, okay. So there should be two episodes, hopefully. Yeah. We'll see. Anyways, uh, I think that's all that I've been watching. I'm trying to think. I can't think of anything else, really. So what have you been watching, Shelly? Um, so I watched, yeah, not a, I just watched a bunch of new things, including, including that movie. This was all in the same night, um, for some reason. Okay. Um, I watched the first four episodes of Queer Eye, the first season. Um, and that show is great because- The Netflix or the TLC? Netflix. Okay. And it's Netflix original now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. know. I think the original was on Bravo? It was on TLC. It was on TLC? Okay. I got so yeah. many TLC vibes- and I'm someone who watches <laughs> Sayish the Dress a lot. I grew up watching um, What Not to Wear. So I really got those feels. So it was like, it made me happy. Um, because, of course, it's like, yeah, TLC kind of has a formula, which is Is it fine. called just Queer Eye now or still Queer Eye for the straight guy? Right. It's just called Queer Eye. Just, because okay, they, so they work with more than just straight guys. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. So the TLC show, it was Queer Eye for the straight guy. Yeah. And it was all about making uh, straight guys dress better because... Yeah, and we it's, don't know how to dress. yeah, I don't know about the original one, but this one, it's like, it's, there's someone for, there's fashion, um, there's interior design, and like decoration, oh, cool. like it's an entire lifestyle shift, and so like, you know, I went into it thinking, oh, it's kind of like what not to wear, but it's like way more because there's, um, they call it the Fab Five, each of the five have <laughs> a very specified thing that they're going after, um, to okay. help this person out, um. So yeah, someone does interior design, someone does like hygiene um, and like taking care of yourself. Someone does food and uh, cooking um, and then someone. Okay. Yeah, there's, they're all great. Um, they all have amazing personalities. So I definitely enjoyed watching that. Um, yeah, I only watched the first four episodes of the first season. There is another season out, I believe. There's only two seasons though. Um, I also watched the first episode of Fruits Basket for some reason. Um, my friend was talking about it, who I was watching Queer Eye with, and she was just like, yeah, like, they're making a remake of Fruits Basket. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I've like heard about. I heard it's pretty good. She's like, you want to watch it? I'm like, okay. We ended up watching one episode, and then we watched Fire Fraud. That's basically how that all worked out. But And that show is basically like Orin High School Hills Club, which is great, because I loved that show. So... That's kind of the vibes I'm getting from that. But, um, yeah, I don't know when that remake's coming out, but I did hear about it. I think it's on Netflix. The The Fruit Basket. Oh, I yeah, I saw... I saw art. That's about it, though. I don't know where it's coming out at. Right, yeah. Tia's super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I heard it's a classic. And I never you watched could, the original. You could tell because... Their eyes are just so big. It's like such like old anime style, even the writing. Yeah, like but it's 90s not, it's, looking. It's like good. Like, I mean, I don't know. I like that cheesiness for some reason. Um, so I was My wife it. loves it. Loves it. Yeah. 
So it'd be great I've if I kept watching it. that, but also... <laughs> watch that and then watch the reboot. Yeah, at least do that. <laughs> but that's what I have been watching. Cool. Yeah. Joe, you watching anything else? Uh, <laughs> I have one or two episodes left for the latest season of Great British Baking British Show. British Baking Show. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I watched part of an episode... When you were over at my house. It was pretty good, wasn't it? Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> Very z- I... It's my zen. Yeah. That's my kind of zen state thing. <laughs> it's a show. It's an awesome show. <laughs> we'll get into the TV news. Uh, there's some big stuff. We didn't know if we were getting season six of Angels Field. Maybe we did by now and I just hadn't noticed. Uh, but we definitely are because we got a trailer for it. And then Coulson, played by Clark Gregg, is definitely in the show, but not, which I thought was kind of weird because I thought the whole point of the last season was for him to be kind of done. And he is in it, but so far there's a really confusing clip where we don't know if he's there or not, and then another clip where he's definitely a hologram. Hmm. So it's it's weird to have made it clear that he wasn't coming back and then like obviously he is in the capacity of an actor mm-hmm. um he's still playing the role so we'll see i don't know they're going to space they fight things that's all really exciting it's kind of weird because Age of shield started just this little like the whole point of the show was to be these were the the heroes that were boots on the ground, they weren't, mm-hmm. you know, the big Avengers. They were people doing, you know, the small time stuff. And now they're fighting in spaceships. Yeah. But I'm uh, I'm curious how it'll all react to Infinity War because the show isn't really ever acknowledged in the movies, but the, it definitely acknowledges the movies when they happen. Right. If there's a big event, like half of population everywhere. Um, the universe away, vanishing. They gotta do something about that, you know? They gotta. Yeah. You have to. Something we didn't include, because it's, it's a couple weeks old now, and we just haven't had the podcast, and it's just bad timing. Um, Romanoff, uh, Black Widow, is possibly going to be rated R. We did talk about that. Never mind. We mentioned there was going to be rated R. Yeah. There are rumors that, I don't think it'll work, but the Punisher being in Black Widow's movie, and that would be really cool. That would be crazy. But I don't think they can rights-wise because it takes... If the show gets canceled, then it's two years before that character can appear. So I don't know how Mm -hmm. long it's going to take for the Black Widow movie to come out. Yeah. But if they cancel Punisher and then they wait two years to put Black Widow out, they can have Punisher in it, and that would be really cool. We'll see. Anyways. uh, Another news thing, going to talking about Netflix. Resident Evil is making a, they're making a TV show about Resident Evil. It sounds like it's going to take place in Raccoon City and be uh, closer to the video game. Okay. Which would be pretty cool. Uh, probably extremely cheesy, like the movies have been. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay with that. In the, in the game, correct me if I'm wrong, because I haven't played a Resident Evil game in a while, they're cops, right? Police officers? I don't... I've never in, played, so... I don't know. I think they are. Someone's going to be like, how have you not played? I think the police officers, they're going to be police officers in this, and it'll be like a buddy cop thing. There was a whole joke about um, Shaun of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for it, because it's probably going to be cheesy and goofy. Yeah. <laughs> and then, finally, Titans, uh, it, the TV show on DC Universe, is going to introduce Deathstroke, Revenger, and Jericho for season two of the show and that makes a lot of sense deathstroke should definitely play a part in titans yeah uh, he plays a big role in i believe the comics but obviously definitely the cartoon that we grew to love and it'll be cool to see another deathstroke just because arrow the arrow universe has their own deathstroke and he's very groggly Gro- grov- grovelly he talks like this yeah the gravelly time. gravelly you can't understand what he's saying. And so I'm, I'm curious to see their version of Deathstroke. And then there were talks of, well, Deathstroke has appeared in the DC universe in a post credit scene. But we don't know if that's even, um, we don't we don't even know if that's happening. So 
yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for a Deathstroke. But that is... That's all the news. If you guys want to ask us questions, you can do so by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter. Uh, you can also ask us in the Discord. If you need access to our Discord, just message me, and I'll give you the link. Uh, I think you can just look it up online, and it it should like come up through Google. That'd be good. Hopefully. Yeah, I've got it set up somewhere um, that it's a public domain. But if you can't find it, let me know, and I'll get you into our Discord. Are you guys geeking out about anything else? Got some board games to play, tabletop stuff. Lots of board games. I bought like three or four games at PAX, and I have three or four review copies I get to get through. Oh, I bought Dice Throne. I forgot about Woo-woo! that. I played with my wife. We played the beginner characters, the Barbarian and the Night Elf. And yeah? What, what we, she think? She likes it. She likes it a lot. Um, Good. We played with me being the Night Elf because I like the Night Elf, and then we switched roles. Um, and the Night Elf is apparently better because Night Elf won both times. Uh, agree to disagree. I talked to some of the game designers who said Barbarian was their go-to. Was their go-to? Yeah. I like the Barbarian's healing factor. Or maybe not. I didn't talk to one of the main designers, I don't think. Well, I think it was Manny Trimbley that I talked to. I could be mistaken. My brain scrambled. But he's the, okay. he's the lead artist. Okay. I I like the Night Elf a lot, but the Barbarian's healing factor, it's kind of what I did the most the whole time. And I almost won as the Barbarian, but I lost in the long run. She got that ultimate on me, and it was over. Dude, that... Yeah, that ult's nasty. Yeah. Anybody's ult's nasty. I know, you're like, ugh, man. It's five sixes. Mm-hmm. But you can build up your cards to your CP... To get your dice to lay the way you want them. Yeah. You can make that old happen. Cool. Shelly, you geeking out about anything else? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> All right. We will end the show there then. Joe, where can they find you at? On Twitter at Joe Knows Games. And Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24, and you can find me Tuesday nights on uh, the Geeks Under Grace channel on Twitch. And you can find me on Twitter at CodyArmor. Keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.